Hello and welcome. If you're just joining us, my name is Jason Lomolino, lead pastor of Mission Isla Vista, located in Santa Barbara, California. This is our midweek podcast where we discuss all sorts of topics concerning faith, testimonies, and other church-related stuff with people in our community, both past and present. Enjoy. Welcome, Mission Isla Vista uh, family and everyone else listening from a distance. We are starting a midweek podcast on a variety of different topics, things of interest, not only in our community, but hopefully for others listening to this right now. And today I have Carlos Ramirez here, family man. Um, Yeah, why don't you just introduce yourself? (laughs) (laughs) I don't do that for you. Sure, sure. Uh, my name is Carlos Ramirez. I am from Los Angeles, California. Uh, I got a wife, three kids, and, uh, been here for half a year in Santa Barbara, moved up here. That's awesome. And, uh, doing, trying to, trying to just obey the Lord straight up. That's just, we're here, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Let's go. Santa Barbara's a little bit of a... Like a, a left field, you right. know, like, all right, Lord, I didn't see that one coming. Right, right, because you were pretty set on Los Angeles. Well, you know, actually, I did, I don't know if you knew this, I, I felt like we were going to move to Santa Barbara at some point, but I just imagined the kids much older. Mm. I didn't. I just didn't see it happening this season in life. Right. Period. Right. You know? Yep. But here we are. So. Here we are. That's good. Yeah. And just so you know, this is our first podcast ever mm. in this little office shed yeah. studio. <laughs> so I don't know this. if everything's even working right now, but you know, if it sounds wonky, just yeah. you're going to go with it. Holy Ghost will yeah, we'll work, we'll work through our mess. Yeah, man. It's good. <laughs> Which segues right into our topic of adversity. <laughs> um, so we're going to be talking a little about adversity today. I just yeah. feel like this is a key topic in the area of just growing in Christ and it's easy to quit in life. It's easy to take shortcuts in life. Yeah. Um, it's easy to get our hearts hardened by yeah. adversity in life. So I was yeah. thinking, I know you got a lot because we already went over Marco Polo, a few of your ideas, yeah. um, but just kind of where have you seen adversity in your life? And then where have you seen God work in it? Sure. Yeah. I was kind of, I was praying about I was praying about this particular chat we're going to have today, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, Lord, talk to me. And um, I'm going to try to, I'm going to give you a little story, all right? Maybe it's going to be a long story, but um, about 10 years ago, the Lord told me that he was going to bring us into it, uh, my wife and I, and our then first son into a season, into a desert season. Um, and the way that he did that was a very, like, you know, I'd be spending time with the Lord in the morning for three weeks straight. I, I write down what he was telling me. I tell Elizabeth on the way to church, it was uh, uh, consecutive Sundays. And I told her, I said, um, man, I feel like the Lord is going to bring us into a, like a Joseph going into prison season. And like for three weeks, the, the pastor would say he would preach the same thing. Sometimes mm. like the same scripture. And, you know, I'd look over to Elizabeth and be like, you listen to this? Like, we just talked about this in the car on the way over here. So That's exciting when you get those kind of words, huh? 
You know what? Oh, I thought you were, bro. I, you know what? Listen, yeah, I, I I was excited. Like I was like, Lord, like we are Come in on. this together. I love that. See, that's karma. Yeah, something's going on with your heart, though. That's good. Yeah, no, I was excited because you <laughs> yeah. know, like I was like, Lord, yeah, I'm, I'm hearing you. Right. Yeah. Right. That's, yeah. That's what it is. I'm sometimes. Psyched. Exactly. Well, let's do this. About three years in, though, I was like questioning my salvation. Wow, bro. Straight up. Wow. Because wow. the Lord did, like, we literally, everything was taken from us. Everything. Okay? And that's for another day. But we were in such a, like, not only was, did we lose everything, like, my identity was breaking down. Mm. I didn't know, I w- wasn't sure if the Lord was with us. Like, I was starting to go through a nervous breakdown. Wow. Like, I was in a bad place. But um, were you able to reference those words through it, or is it so you were so deep in it? It was felt they felt removed almost. Felt removed. Yeah, I've been there I know. for sure. You're just like, yep, Lord. Now this is a side note. He did during that time. He did tell me he's like, one day he said, "You have let down your shield of faith. You have let down your shield wow, of faith." That's a good word. And he's like, "You need mm-hmm. to stand up and you need to press into me by faith again." And that was kind of the, and this is like a few years in, it wasn't right. like he just told me one day, you know, it was like a few years in mm-hmm. and, uh, um, doing that enabled me to actually open up my ears by faith again and, and, and encourage me to be able to move forward and say, Lord, you said a lot of stuff. I knew we were going to be here. I didn't realize it was going to be this hard. So <clears throat> well, let's just pause on that. I knew I was going to be here. But I didn't know it was going to be this hard. You know, when the Bible says that that um, Jesus was led into the wilderness by the Holy Spirit after he had the Father's favor on him. I haven't heard him, many it, messages on that. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's true. It's not that popular of a message, right? It's like the Lord, you know, it, like... Like it he says, took him literally into the wilderness. He huh? took him literally yeah. in the wilderness. And that's what happened with us. And, bro, when I tell you, like... One of the things too that was tested was our marriage for sure. Wow, me and Elizabeth's marriage. How how many years have you been married before you went into that season? I think about a year and a half. Oh yeah, yeah, that's it was early in the game. Early in the game, and we we had a a, a, a toddler. Right, at that and you've been point, married you know? what now? Like a decade. Been married. Uh, it'll be fourteen years. Okay, yeah, right on. Year. So, right on. Yeah, so a minute. Um, so. Uh, so something that I, you know, I was kind of pondering all this. One of the things that happened, and and I want to, because adversity causes character to, mm-hmm. like God wants to shape character so that the weight of His presence doesn't crush us. I really mm-hmm. believe. Selah. Um, I think that I think that I think the evil and the good, the goodness of God and the evil out there, like can can actually overtake us. You know, right. and I think our ability to adjust. To character, you know, one thing that I, I think about from time to time is how um, Jacob, the deceiver, wasn't named Israel, governed by God, until God gave him a limp. Like he had to wrestle with the Lord, and the it's Lord was word. like, "Snap!" <laughs> like the Lord, he was governed by the Lord after he he received a limp from the Lord. And I think, like, and and honestly, straight up, like I. Every day I walk with a limp. Like I have, I, I, right. I can feel it in here, right, you know, Right. but it's not a bad thing. Yes. It's, it's like, Lord, you've, you've broken me, comma. I may go through other seasons where there's 
other types of brokenness. And, and I'm sure. not looking forward to that. I know what you mean. No, we never sign up for it. But we're <laughs> like, thank you, Lord, after. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. You know, like there's that saying that says, let the bones that you've broken rejoice. Ooh, you know? That's good. Yep. So anyway, man, so uh, the so the good word is this, bro, and, and, and it, this because I want this to be an encouraging thing. Mm-hmm. I had a best friend when I was eight years old um, named Jeff, and this guy, he was like, he was my friend of friends, and um, I really loved this guy, but... Going into adulthood, adulthood, I I didn't ha- I had a lot of really good friends, but apart from Elizabeth, I didn't have like really really good male friends, you know. And during this season of brokenness um, that Elizabeth and I were in, I started realizing that I was like, I actually don't have men around me. Mm. Like I have good friends. I know what I mean, right? It's good, but I don't have mm-hmm. I don't have friends that I'm like, like. I'm bearing my soul to you, man. And it wasn't just that. Like, it was, it was, um, laughter. Like that, that, that feeling of like, we're in the war together, but we're also laughing with each other. Like we're, 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 we're just being men with each other. Anyway. So I, I, during that time I was like, I can't remember when it dawned on me, but it was in that season, probably, I think right in the middle of it. And I was like, father, I actually just, I started thinking about my friend, Jeff, that I'm still friends with, but you know, we've kind of drifted apart. I'm now walking with the Lord. And I was like, father, I actually think I need a best friend, like Mm -hmm. a best male friend, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, I started realizing like how much I wasn't bearing my soul to, to any, not to anybody, to Elizabeth for sure, but just in general, I wasn't walking as openly as I needed to be. So anyway, uh, this guy starts coming to our church. And I remember uh, he, you know, he started kind of like, you know, getting in positions of leadership. And I saw him. Oh, and he started leading the uh, like uh, recovery uh, kind of mm-hmm. meetings. Like he started meeting with men that were struggling with addiction mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if I could say like uh, uh, I had some like crazy, crazy stuff going on. But in my heart, I knew I was struggling with a lot of things at that time. And I remember seeing him in the foyer one day. He was like, maybe had been there for like a year. And I was like, that fool right there. I knew. I was mm-hmm. like, if I if I talk to that guy, I'm going to spill my guts to him. Like, I just knew in my wow. heart of hearts. Right. So I was like, I got to stay away from that guy. <laughs> you know? Avoid him. He's I'm going to pull out him of like me. the play, yep. dude, because I can't be, I'm not going right. to be, you know. So anyway, so, so, you know, we're in this crazy season. I'm, I, I end up getting this new uh, opportunity, uh, in a job that I wanted. It wasn't, it wasn't like, it was a kind of a, um, on-call position at this, at the studio that I was really excited about in Hollywood. And, and, uh, um, around that time I get a kidney stone and it was a nine millimeter kidney stone. If y'all don't know a nine millimeter kidney stone, it's massive. So I had to get surgery. Okay? Yeah, it's time to go on up. Time to go home. It's time to go home, bro. <laughs> so I uh, I had this right. nine millimeters kidney stone chilling, and and you know it was like I was I was already like we're struggling in life, comma I I'm now sick. I was like you got to be like it was like going from bad to worse for from in my soul, and so go to the hospital. Uh, I get surgery and. 
I, you know, I wake up the next day and they're like, we couldn't take it out. It's so, it's so big. It's, we had, we tried, Wow. we're going to have to wait a couple of months to, to do this again. So I was like, Lord, I, and I had a stent in me, so I couldn't like do stuff. Oh, wow. So I had to actually not wow. work for two months, mm-hmm. but I'm in the hospital and the next day. I'm just like, father, I can't believe this is happening. Like I just got this new position. I, like this is the worst time you know, two months, I got to wait two months for this, uh, this surgery. And I'm like, Lord, I asked the Lord three questions. I'm laying in the hospital bed. I asked the Lord three questions. Um, and I'm like, Lord, you just got to talk to me. So actually this was before I had the surgery. Okay. So the following day after I had prayed, I'm kind of groggy. I'm waking up. This lady walks into, uh, the hospital room and she's like, Hey, super nice lady. Never seen her before, never seen her since. She's like, how are you doing, sweetheart? Oh, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, you know, it's kind of crazy. Anyway, she kind of stops everything. And she, <laughs> it's funny because uh, last time I talked about, like, I'm realizing like, this has happened to me a few times in my life. But she stops, she prophesies to me, she answers the three things to wow, me that, that, that I had prayed the previous day. The three things, I can't remember if it was in order or not, but one of those things was, um, she said, the Lord is slowing you down and he wants to speak to you. He, he's, he wants to tell you something. And she's like, Oh my gosh. She's like, that was the Holy spirit. She's like, do you believe in the Lord? Do you believe in Jesus? And I was like, yes, I'm a Christian. She's like, that was the Holy spirit. And I was like, all right, Lord, I was encouraged that the Lord was speaking to me. And I was encouraged that there was purpose, but I'm like, what could the Lord be telling me? Just so happened around that time, because I was like, man, I can't take care of my family. I don't know. I had gotten my tax return like the day before. Or, yeah, I think I, I think I got a thing saying I, was, I got my tax return the day before I went to the hospital. My father-in-law shows up like the next day mm. from Colorado. He stays with us for two months. Wow. So I'm just like, all right, Lord, you got me? Mm-hmm. This is crazy. So... Anyway, during that time, I'm like, Lord, what are you trying to tell me? What are you trying to say? Anyway, I get a phone call from um, from somebody one day. Bro, what's going on? Mm. And it's this homeboy. Shout out to my boy, Ryan McBride. This is the dude that I was like, I'm not going to talk to this oh, guy. Oh, it's that guy. <laughs> Ryan McBride. Ryan McBride uh, calls me up and he's like, bro, I heard that you you got a kidney stone like you, you know, this and that, whatever. And I was like, yeah, man, like it, you know, it's pretty crazy. He's like, how are you feeling? Whatever. Mm. Anyway, that conversation we talked, I think for maybe half an hour, mind you, I got a stent in my body. I'm just not, not in good shape, Mm-mm. but that conversation, I think that was the moment we became best friends. Wow. This is my brother. Like this is, and I, I wasn't, you know, the Lord's really been speaking to me a lot about friendship, but I think today I was like, shoot, the Lord brought Ryan into my life deep at that moment when I was like at my worst. And, uh, and I like the Lord systematically used him mm-hmm. to be able to, cause the Lord was dealing with some pretty major things in, in my heart and Elizabeth's heart during this this desert season, but the Lord actually started systematically like dealing with me in a very gentle way through my friendship with Ryan. Wow. Yeah. 
And it was very strange. Like, I thought it was just going to be all, like, pain. Right, right. But there was an incredible amount of humor. There was an incredible amount of exposure. And on both sides, where it was like, I was telling him things that I had never told nobody. that's so good. And vice versa, where it was like, man, actually, you know, even past sins from, like, childhood, you know, where it was like... It's it's amazing how the confession and the light breaks things. Yes. I, something I say is, you know, whatever is concealed can rarely be healed. Yes. God can yeah. heal it, right? Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. don't have to say everything, but yeah. it's just interesting oh, how when you bring things up into the light, not just with God, but yeah. with somebody else. Yeah. Boom, yeah. Oh, there, bro. there he is. Right? Oh, bro. It's, it's, yes. And you know, that moment right there. I think my friendship with Ryan, again, shout out to my boy, Ryan. I love you, man. That's the second you're, one. <laughs> you're my best friend, dude. You're my be- you're, you're my boy, dude. And I know that the Lord put you in my life, dude. I, I am so grateful for this, man. Mm. So I, I, I know I realized during that season, because before that, I think the church, the, I was in an environment where kind of you expose yourself to leaders and then... But there wasn't, it didn't like go uh, like vice versa. Yeah, both ways. Yep. Yeah, it was like an, an expectation for right. you to expose yourself, but not the other way. But this was like a whole nother dynamic. And I think that was the moment where I was like, living in the light can be actually really fun and, mm. and, and exciting. That's a good word. Wow. Um, living in the um, light can be fun. Living in the light can be fun. <laughs> it, it actually emboldens you. It actually wow. gives you freedom to live without shame. It actually, a lot of things too, and mind you, I'm very, very open with Elizabeth. Like she knows things that sometimes I tell friends like, oh yeah, I told her this. And she's, and sometimes my friends would be like, I can't believe you said this to your wife. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, we just have to live openly mm-hmm. straight yeah. up like this is a hard thing but it really well it's amazing we don't have to hide right it's amazing we don't have to hide that's a good feeling. you know what i'm saying that's it's a, a good great feeling, feeling it bro. is a it's good a conscience feeling. i say you couldn't even pay me <laughs> to have a good conscience before god bro, and like there is no yes. amount of money for a good conscience right mm-hmm. right exactly so so man that moment actually started me on a journey of like i'm exposing things to my boy ryan i'm already exposing things to my yep. wife I'm going to take a step and start actually exposing truly myself to, to just men around me, friends around me. And I saw this thing where when I was open to other men around me, they actually were like, I struggle with the same thing. Right. Come on. Yeah. Let me tell you permission. Let me, Huge. Yeah. Yep. And, and it was like, Hey, thanks for telling me this because I feel boldness now to say, what I struggle with. Mm. And, um, man, you know, eventually like that has led to some really, Ryan's still my best friend. Um, but I have some other really close men around me that, that we continually, uh, share and discuss. And it's so funny because some of the things that we actually share, it's almost like, you know, in our hearts, in the dark, it feels so like deep and intense. But when you bring it out, Sometimes it's even almost funny, you know, we're mm. like, that's kind of funny, bro. Like mm-hmm. it, it disempowers the enemy. Yeah, that's a good way to say it right there. And it has just led me, the Lord eventually led us out of that season. Um, about four or five years ago, we actually like, I think officially maybe so that, four years. That was a long season. Then that was I'm a long doing season. The math, yeah. You know, it's crazy. 
um, there was a situation that happened and it was actually seven years to the, uh, to the day. Wow. Like Elizabeth one day was like, Hey, listen, do you realize that when we actually started this down this wow. road, it was this day. And there was a very marked moment where she's like, this is the day that we started this. This is the day that we ended this. Do you realize it's been exactly seven years? Dude, the young people listening to this, <laughs> cause I got a seven year journey on just yeah. the dry and weary land too. And just the, and the loss land, and the brokenness and the betrayal Stri- and the, Oh Lord. You know, fighting for the undefendable heart. It's like, I'm yeah. sorry if you're 30 and under and you're listening because you might have a seven year season. <laughs> you know what? No, but listen, yeah, I but there's way out. I mean, I feel like you're releasing some keys on how to quicken. It's almost like the Israelites, right? They had a 15 day journey turns into 40, right? I'm not saying no, that. No. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, uh, so this guy that I really love, who's no longer with us, um, John Paul Jackson, uh, he actually, I heard a teaching somewhere on, on YouTube, but he talks about, he's like, if you want to increase your authority in the Lord, mm-hmm. and, and honestly, I got to find some scripture references. So, so, uh, you know, forgive me, but, but I, I do in my heart agree with it. He said, if you ask the Lord for increased authority, he will actually take the period of difficulty that you're meant to go through to grow you and he'll mm. actually shorten it, mm. but it'll be more intense. Right. And I've actually witnessed that with a buddy of mine wow. uh, recently who went through like a one and a, like a year and a half period where it, it was, was like a, a joke. Yeah, it was a squeeze. It was a so. squeeze. Mm. And I was like, bro, like it was hard, you know? Right. Yes. I, I, I think that's true. But I do want to say this. This is a very important because I feel like a lot of people don't understand this very basic principle. Joseph was given dreams by the Lord. There you go. He was given dreams. He was like, this is what I'm going to do. This is what God said mm-hmm. I'm going to do. The Lord throws him in prison. Right. And I feel like a lot of people in our, in our society, in our like realm of, of Christianity sometimes fail to understand that. And I actually heard uh, Sean Bowles talk about this one time where he was like, God purposes require God processes. That's good. You just will not walk into the calling that God has called you to walk in without that. Well, I think of the Israelites too, right? It goes promise. Yeah. Wilderness. Promised land. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So we love yeah. promise. Yeah. God saying all these yeah. things, gonna do all these things. We're yeah. like, yes. But then the wilderness, yeah, you know, the process is like, oh yeah. no, get me out of here, yeah. you know, and then into the promised land. Yeah. So that when we are in the promised land, that we can actually steward, right? With yeah. the character and yeah. the integrity of heaven right. and not let right. the thing break us. Yes, because it can. Most definitely. It can it can. And also uh the the most tempting thing that you can receive from from uh, uh, the promised land is you forget the Lord, wow, and you'll pat yourself on the back, bro. Like man, we could just you know what I'm saying. Drop the mics. You can't. You, you <laughs> can't. You, you, that that so it, true though. I've seen it. I've I've felt it. <laughs> you know, you can easily forget God. Can I can I say I want to I want to say an in- encouraging thing because I I don't I also don't want to um like uh, this is exciting. I, I I would not trade Come that on. that seven years for nothing. Oh, me too. Me too. That's that that I is. Know. It, it's worth. That's everything why you to are me. here today. You wouldn't even be in this doing this interview. Yeah, I don't think so. I know you're correct. 
A couple of things. Maintaining your intimacy in the secret place of the Lord daily. Number two, the Word of God. The Word of God. Three, staying connected in community. Sometimes that can be a little janky. Wow. You but, just nailed but those. But stay That's it. connected in community. Say those three again because I feel like right before you started saying it, I was feeling like, hey, these are keys. Time in the secret place. Yep. Like that is being able to walk into the Lord's temple daily and to get in his presence mm. and getting in the scriptures. You know, sometimes... You know, the Bible says that the Israelites, it says, um, you know, beat your, your plowshares into swords. And sometimes like just being in the scriptures alone where you're not believing anything that you are, that the Lord has told you that, you know, you're feeling everything the opposite. Do I, am I the righteousness of, of God in Christ Jesus? That's I don't feel so that real. way right now. Oh, yeah. Or you're made us, you did something stupid. You did something so really like, stupid. That's going to define you, not the truth. That's right? going to define you. Mm-hmm. The, the ability to declare the word of God right, over wow. yourself and say, I love that. Lord, you know what? Actually, your word says that you love me, that you're well pleased mm. with me. I'm your son. Come on. This is my identity. I don't feel that way today. But to be able to say that and declare it over. and Because honestly, there are days where I get up and be like, Father, I remember oh, yeah. you said this about oh, me. Yeah. You said this about me. And um, and the other thing is, there was a little bit of jankiness. In, in the, there was a lot of goodness in the community that we're in. But you know, obviously, any community welcome, that welcome you're to in, the family welcome of God. to the family welcome of God. Welcome to the bro. weird uncle. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, to, that's my cousin. I right, guess right, so. Right. We got the same last name. Right. Yeah. But being able to be consistently there, and in moments when, because there were many times where I was like, I told, I'll tell Elizabeth, I'd be like, I, don't, mm. I do not want to go to church like, today. Yeah, yeah. Comma, I, kn- I am I know, going I mean, because yeah. I know, I know right. that God is going to encounter it. me there. Yeah. I know it, and and especially days when I was like, showing up. Days when I was like. More than anything today, I don't want to go. Mm-hmm. But the Lord would be so kind. He'd give me a word. I'll be able to get in his presence. Wow. Just in the low, in the very lowest of the low state. Yeah, you that saw I was how he honored that, huh? Bro, I did. Yeah, I know. The Lord was so kind He's with that. He's so kind like that. You know? I love that. So, Cars, anyway. this is so good. We're going to land this plane, though. This is it, incredible. Man. Thank you for coming on. The Bible says through many tribulations, we enter the <laughs> kingdom of heaven. Yeah. Uh, but guys, that's the key. We're entering. <laughs> We're, We're entering. In. I know. It's this like, is this is temporary. That's it. That's, that's it. it. Momentary yeah. light afflictions momentary producing light in us an eternal weight of glory. Yes. They're just momentary. There's for a season. Yes. And I bless you guys. Take care. <laughs> Peace. Bye.